When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, the, the, the big justification and, uh, you know, kind of theme that I heard in terms of why he was elevated uh, to the general manager at Texas, uh, a pretty unique deal and, and news that came out just uh, late last night. Yeah, I, uh, adding on to that, Sark, if I'm not mistaken, said he's not really done in that capacity but did he give us any clues of what he meant by that? I mean, in that in that uh, uh, recruiting slash uh, scouting role? No, and you know Sarkeesian's really good at keeping things kind of vague when he doesn't have to go back into a lot of details. He did that just, just now today. He did say that Texas isn't done adding to that player personnel kind of recruiting department. Obviously, we saw the four promotions late last night. Uh, I, I would expect, you know, uh, another very well uh, hire. You know, he, he's going to do his due diligence. That's something that we expect now from Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, but where that's going to go, what kind of role it is, a little, very little information there. Uh, it's interesting. I think that, that this is a move to secure the people that he had because he didn't want them going anywhere and following Billy Glasscock, et cetera, probably. Uh, and so it secures those folks. Uh, and now he can go out and maybe look for somebody else that complements what Brandon Harris uh, John Michael Jones and uh, Taylor Strolls and the folks uh, do there at the University of Texas. Uh, you know, not surprising that he would kind of take that long-term look, uh, given to your point the momentum uh, they've created on the road. All right, uh, one of the one of the one of the questions you asked Sark, and I want to uh, mention that next is the fact that you asked him about his addition to the staff of Kenny Baker, the defensive line coach, and Johnny Nansen. Uh, the linebackers coach, uh, CJ, tell people what you asked him about and then what Sark's response was and what you really felt about how he he proceeded to answer your question. Yeah, we've talked about it at length, the overall, uh, you know, a national addition to this staff that Texas is getting with Kenny Baker and Johnny Nance. And obviously the ties out west into the deep south. Uh, it jumps off the resume for both guys. Texas added 10 players from the 2024 class out of state, you know, 10 of the 22 uh, that signed with Texas were from outside of the Texas state lines. I asked Sark basically, you know, how did you feel about, you know, why it was so important for those guys to have such deep connections to other places that don't necessarily involve your backyard right away? And the answer I, he gave was pretty interesting. He said that, you know, coming off the season that Texas had in which they played for a, a college football playoff spot, a potential spot in the national championship, seeing where this program is headed, he feels that Texas can recruit higher at a, at a, at a uh, I guess, a more traveled national uh, scale. You know, there's a, a larger, you know, broader area in which Texas is now an appealing school to prospects all across the country, not necessarily ones right in their backyard here in Texas. So it was interesting to me, obviously. He also mentioned 
again, kind of going off of the, the busy plate that he has, the busy schedule, he's like adding Johnny Nansen, a guy that's very well established and connected out in California, takes a little bit off of me in the sense that I can rely on him to go do his job out there because I've worked with him in the past and I know what he's going to bring. And a little bit on Kenny Baker because I thought this was very interesting. He mentioned that hiring might have been a little out of the blue to some. Sarkeesian mentioned that his due diligence in finding the right role, uh, especially with Kenny Baker, I mean, that was a response of, of him calling Mike McDaniels and Chris Greer, the general manager and head coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins. So he went up the chain of command at every which, you know, kind of turn in which to find Kenny Baker. I thought it was very impressive. And uh, he certainly did his due diligence, as we've come to know, he will do for hirings and uh, promotions. All right, I had some other questions for you that uh, Sark touched on at the press conference. But first, I want to say thanks again to our sponsor. That's Adam Lowy of the Lowy Alt Law Firm. Adam and his uh, firm have been helping injured Texans for two decades now. Uh, give them a shout over at LoweyLawFirm.com. That's LoweyLawFirm.com. They'll give you a free consultation if you've been injured in a car wreck, truck wreck, accident, whatever, uh, motorcycle accident, whatever you may need. That's LoweyLawFirm.com. Thanks again, Adam, for your support of On Texas Football. Uh, CJ, wide receivers seem to be a big topic of conversation for Steve Sarkeesian as well. What did he have to say about the four young receivers he's bringing in? And did he talk much also about the three portal transfers that he's bringing in as well? Well, he talked a lot about the three portal guys, and I think that was uh, for, for good reason. You know, he mentioned there's a lot of confidence in the room of the three guys returning from last year's roster. But those were the only three. And I think that was a pretty significant quote from today. He called it, it would have been a malpractice for him as the head coach of the Texas football team to walk into a season with only three returning uh, uh, wide receivers on his roster. And so that was the reason to go out, add four guys from the class of 24, and then going out and finding three quality guys with a lot of experience. He did mention only eight returning receptions among those three receivers, uh, Jonte Cook, DeAndre Moore, and Ryan Niblett. He needed to go out and find guys that would get the job done and have, have proven to get the job done at previous stops. So there's a lot of excitement there. He mentioned the speed and the versatility uh, was something that certainly we've talked about as well, and he echoed it a little bit today. Uh, the versatility that I think extends a little bit deeper into the 24 class is obviously the height and the range of a, of a Parker Livingstone, a Ryan Wingo, Freddie Dubose. You know, I, I think it's really interesting that those guys don't necessarily fit the mold in which you saw Texas go out and get from the portal, but that he's expecting those guys to maintain a, a versatile positionless approach in which they're cross-trained at every position on the offense. Certainly something that I am very encouraged by and something that he mentioned even the wide receivers from last year were uh, taking that, that route and kind of being uh, cross-trained at every position on the offense. He kind of weaved off of uh, recruiting a little bit and talked a little bit about Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning as well. Uh, what did he have to say about the two signal callers for the Longhorns? Well, first off, he's very happy that Quinn Ewers is back for year three, and I think most head coaches would be following a season like this. Uh, Quinn Ewers also, the question did arise, you know, whether or not Quinn is going to be the QB1 or if a battle would ensue this spring. He shut it down very quickly. He let it be known that Quinn Ewers is going to be a starting quarterback, as I think most of us expected. But in the sense of having Arch Manning back on campus uh, for year two, he's excited. You know, he's he's talked with Arch about continuing his path as a Texas football player. 
not necessarily comparing himself to other prospects around the state or other guys in his class, but really just going about what it takes to be the best version of you day by day. And at Texas, that means being right now that quarterback two on the roster and just getting as many reps in practice uh, and individual workouts and those player only, you know, throwing sessions as well. That's going to be a big part of the development for Arch Manning. But right now, Sarkeesian was over the moon about having both of them on campus this spring, as well as the addition of Trey Owens coming in. It sounds like to me, and... Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Jerry Hamilton said it uh, on some live streams too as well. This is going to be an opportunity for us to really see um, Arch Manning for the first time in extended action because when they go in the orange and white game on April 20th, CJ, it's going to be, I mean, quarterback one is, is Quinn, quarterback two is Arch, and we're going to see him with 50 reps instead of 10, like he had this past spring game, or like he had in a couple of games this year, whether it be against Texas Tech or whomever, uh, Oklahoma State, et cetera, right? And so I think this will be, this spring will be our first true look at Arch Manning. So I, I think everybody's ready for that. Uh, other news, what did he, What else did he have to say about some portal guys, uh, whether it be Trey Moore or um, Kend- Kendrick Blackshire, any of those guys, uh, uh, Andrew Makuba, et cetera? Yeah, he mentioned Makuba. Coming back home was really big for him. He also mentioned the role Jada Barron played, really the experience and the versatility, as we've talked about in the past, added to that defensive back room is something that he is ecstatic about. He's a, a guy with skins on the wall. He understands what it's like to be successful at this level. Uh, that is going to be very important to a Texas secondary that saw a lot of attrition from a year ago. Uh, Trey Moore, he mentioned the excitement around getting towards, uh, getting after the passer. Texas had done a, a, a pretty solid job in the past couple of years, but they've not done a great job at getting the quarterback down to the ground with Trey Moore. That's exactly what he's known to do. And then Kendrick Blackshear, he talked about having an SEC ready linebacker joining the room right now, in which there's not a guarantee or a really. Uh, a, a spot locked down in that linebacker room at the moment. So those three guys are he's really encouraged about. And then he talked about Sevilla as well in the defensive line. Texas clearly lost a lot from last year when it comes to Sweat, Murphy, and Carter. Uh is a guy that has a lot of experience. He mentioned that his uh, multi-year contributions at Arizona is something that stood off, stood, uh, stood off the chart to him. He also mentioned uh, being able to be coached by Johnny Nansen as well as something that gave him a pretty high remarks uh, in terms of what they could get with Sevilla and why Texas went to pursue him. Interesting. So basically the prior knowledge of Sevilla's game uh, and ability is what, what uh, started in there. I want to go back to Makuba and Jade Barron real quick. Did he give you any sense of how they're going to play those two? Because both of them played nickel last year, actually the last two years. Uh, Barron obviously started for the Longhorns. Makuba started for Clemson. Did he give you a sense of which one might play safety, which one might get more of a look at corner, et cetera? It, again, Sarkeesian's really good at, at keeping the cards under fold if, he does, if, he, if, he, if he's able to, right? Like he's, yeah. he's not going to show his hand too soon. 
this spring will really be the first idea of how these guys, how these dominoes fall into that Texas secondary. Sarkeesian didn't really go into detail about how he sees them fit. Um, he didn't really do that on the offensive side of the ball, though we can kind of take a little close guess, I guess. Uh, he, he did mention on the offensive side of the ball, uh, Matthew Golden's probably the most physical of that bunch. So whether or not you've seen him uh, in that Jordan Whittington role uh, early on at Texas, something monitor there. But as far as the defensive backs and McCubbin's addition, along with uh, Jod A. Barron, there wasn't much uh, of a shown hand by Steve Sarkeesian. Let me ask you this. What Did he mention Amari Nyblack at all, the, the Alabama tight end uh, transfer that I think is going to kind of open up the offense a little bit? Decidedly different player than Gunnar Helm, more of a complimentary player to him. What 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 is the thought on, on that? You know, he's the one that fell through the cracks. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of mention of Nyblack today. Uh, I think maybe by design, you know, again, we talked about maybe keeping uh, – and there's, what, seven months to go before the season gets around here. But uh, there wasn't a lot of mention of him. Uh, I do think that that complimentary battle will be seen again in the spring. But I, I did not hear a whole lot other than he's on campus and working really hard. Good stuff, CJ. All right, I got a couple more questions for you. I want to say thanks one last time to Adam Lowy and the Lowy Law Firm. If you've been injured in a car wreck, truck accident, or on a motorcycle and think you might be due compensation, give Adam and his group a ring. Reach out to them at LoweyLawFirm.com for a free consultation today. That's Adam Lowey of the Lowey Law Firm. All right, final questions for you, CJ. What was your overall take on Steve Sarkeesian's presser today? Like, what are the things that you're going to remember? You know, he, he mentioned he's addicted to winning a championship. And I think to me, that's the biggest thing. Because he, he said, you know, we got a little take. We understood what it took to get there. And we came up short. You know, our best shot at the end just wasn't enough. But we were close. Right now, he's in that mold where I think it's all guns a-blazing, basically. I, I'm, you know, speaking for Steve Sarkeesian, but I see it as he's looking at us saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win a championship here, whether that be portal additions, high school recruiting, whatever it takes, staff additions even. This is going to be a place that I've really wanted to win a championship at. And now that I'm here and we've gotten so close – it's all about getting over the hump. And so I think that they're constructing a roster right now to compete for national championships, compete for SEC championships immediately next year, and certainly have that continued mindset and culture inside the walls at Moncrief to be to, to ensure that this is the reason why we're all here at Texas is to win a championship. All right, last thing uh, for you. Any surprises to you today? Anything that kind of go, wait, whoa, wait a minute. What did he just say? Anything like that from Sark? You know, I, I, I'd have to go through it again, the transcript. I, I, I don't, nothing jumped off the table to me other than maybe another addition to the recruiting department. Of course, you lose one, you're probably going to gain one there, but nothing too significant in the sense that, you know, whoa, you know, unless you're a, a national pundit looking for clicks, thinking, well, darn it, he just, he just gave away my, my Texas QB battle uh, theme for the next four or five months, but nothing too significant from Sarkeesian today. Okay. All right. Uh, that's CJ Vogel live from DKR there in the background. Wind to blowing. Uh, CJ ha hanging out for us and doing it, doing us right on Texas football. All right. That's been the state of the program special edition this week. Uh, sponsored by Adam Lowy. CJ, thank you so much, bud. We'll see you later tonight on the live stream. For CJ Vogel, I'm Bobby Burton. Uh, this has been state of the program on Texas football. Hook them.